Hey, this is Keith Price. Thanks so much for listening to this crazy, crazy podcast. It's a pleasure and a joy being a connection to you and so many of the fabulous things that are happening in the theater. Now, having said that, can you do me a favor? Now, this is a long list, so be ready for it. All right, you ready? Will you like Keith Price's Curtain Call on Facebook? Will you follow Keith Price Curtain Call on Instagram? Will you go to at KP Curtain Call on Twitter? Will you subscribe to Keith Price Curtain Call on YouTube page? Now, once you do all of that, go back and tell all of your friends, especially the ones that love theater, the guy to do the same thing. Now, if you're also loving the show, if you're on iTunes and Google Play Music, can you please leave a review as well? It seems that in this crazy world of podcasting, having great content is not enough. Clearly. (laughs) You also need that social media love, too. So if you're enjoying the podcast, show me a little social media love, and thanks for listening. You are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. This is Keith Price from Keith Price's Curtain Call, and we are here at the press-up fronts for... I always have the hardest time saying the name of this damn theater company. Abington's. Theater Company, their big gala, and they're going to be having a presentation of one of, as I've said before to other people that know me, Candor and Ebb, I'm all about them, primarily because they have a tuba in their their (laughs) thing, tuba player. And I'm now sitting here talking to one of the folks that's going to be a part of this big event who, if you follow me on Facebook or Twitter, then you will know that I have at least said at least a mmm gone girl to this woman because she is one of my Facebook friends. And now we're having the official meeting with the one and only Miss Brenda Braxton. Girl, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? All right. This is so fabulous. So you, of course, legend, those of us who follow the theater, we know. No, honey. Still here and still looking snatched from the god. Thank you. <laughs> Vaseline. <laughs> That's it. Uh-huh. From Nana. Yep. All right. Vaseline from the day, honey. That's how you make this look so good. So what, how, what does this mean for you coming to working, coming with the Abingdon uh, Theater Company? Have you been a part of any of their other productions before in the past? No, I haven't, but uh, I worked with Deirdre Goodwin, who is one of the, the directors. Uh, right, uh-huh. And um, I just think it's very important for us to support theater like this because things are being cut, cut here. Cut programs are cut, cut, cut. So it's up to us on so many levels to take the bull by the horns, get our own money, our own funding. So that's why I'm thinking, you know, well, whatever I can do. So Deirdre asked me to do it for their gala, and I said, why not? I'm available. So You and Deirdre, I'm assuming, probably know each other at least at one particular part through Chicago. Chicago, mm-hmm. Chicago the musical, yeah. All right, so let's talk about you. Wait, I'm going to pull myself together. <laughs> Getting ready to turn out all that jazz for me. Oh, God. Well, I'm going to do the best I can. I haven't done it since, I want to say, 2010. So, yeah. So you'll see a little snippet of it. Uh, and we're just doing, you know, we're just basically doing snippets of, of numbers. Yeah. For me, with you two also, I remember um, a few years ago, my, my ex, now ex, took me for my birthday to Paper Mill to see you in Thoroughly Modern Millie. Oh Yes, yes, I love that show. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah. Like for you though, when it comes to, to getting these chances, is like I know you're an author, you are what what's what, the name of your book, girl? Mm-hmm. The little black book of backstage etiquette. Because it's needed. Okay, so here I'm gonna ask you, because I was talking <laughs> who was I talking to? I think I was talking to Aisha Dahas oh, about yeah. you one day and I said about the children in the back. Did you did the the book for you come out of a need to like let these children understand how blessed they are? 
Well, it, it was partly that, but it was also, there are a lot of um, the, the young kids that we call them coming up now that really honestly just don't, don't know. You know, and in our days, we watched, we learned, but so many of these kids are coming out of school thinking, oh, I've got a degree, I've got this, I've got that, but it doesn't really mean anything until you are literally in the show backstage and working and there are some do's and don'ts that basically you need to know about living backstage with a company of people part of it is taking care of the costumes part of it is you know not playing with your props part of it is not taking over your dressing room with whether it's your smell your your you know makeup your this or whatever and it's just little things that 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 are common sense things to us because now we know them, but they're not so common sense to some of the young kids coming out of school or just starting out. Um, You know, we have to sit down at some point to talk about the more of the things in your career because one of the things about you that I do love, and that is I love that you are unashamed about being your age and you are unashamed about you are giving it all. This is natural freaking beauty. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I'm a a great believer of that. But I'm also a believer, you know, do whatever's going to make you feel good. Because it's about feeling good. That's what, what, what the whole world should be about. It's about being happy, making yourself happy without hurting anybody else, um, but really taking care of yourself, you know, making sure that you eat proper, properly. Uh, of course, you, you've seen my haagen problem, but we're not going to talk about that right now. So, <laughs> If it's just haagen for you. <laughs> but in moderation, you know, and I'm not ashamed of being 61 years old, just turned 61, and it's I call it my second act and I'm starting to do some some things for women over 50 starting their second act come on let's get it well you know one of the things I wanted because I just turned 50 Mm -hmm. and my thing has been because I I'm doing my podcasting and stuff now but I had a a 10-year radio career that I wasn't ready to stop (laughs) but but it's been interesting because I've had to work very hard now in this last year and a half of reinventing myself. Is that one of the, the tenets that you really push forward through when you're talking to folks? Well, it's, it's not necessarily reinventing yourself. The, the women I really target are the women who had a dream before they either got married or got divorced or whatever, and they just never went after that dream. And so it's about if you wanted to be a, a fashion designer or whatever, but then you got married and you had the kids and you had to take care of the kids and the husband, it's not too late to rekindle that dream. So, you know what I mean? You don't, it's not really redoing yourself. It's, it's continuing that dream that you had and that it's not too late because society, theater, show business, you know, everyone makes you feel that once you hit 40, 50, mainly 50, that's it. You're done. But we are still vibrant. We're still sexy. We still want, you know, love and all that other kind of stuff. Oh, I'm right now. Because that don't stop at 60, that right? Don't stop at 60. Oh, and we know a few things, okay? okay? And if we're ex-dancers, we still can do it. Oh, hallelujah. Oh. <laughs> Too much fun over here. This is why... I am so happy that this is my introduction to finally getting a chance to personally have a little time with Ms. Brenda Braxton because from your, you know, as we all do online, we have our lives, but I do really love whenever I do click on it, I catch a moment and I see you out and about living, doing, and making it pop. Yep, yep. Getting ready to go back on Norwegian Cruise Line to do After Midnight again. So I'll be on there and it's going to be out of New York in April. April 22nd, we do our maiden voyage out of New York to um, Bermuda. 
So do they I'll need be, a comedian on that? Because um, <laughs> you never know. I know, I know. Like, I have a passport. But there you go. I'm ready to do this. There you go. So yeah, so I'm happy about that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, Brenda Braxton's still popping at 61. Do not let it let. You're you're a good example of not letting time take away your dream. Time or circumstances, because I've had I've had some hard times, you know, recently. But you cover some of that in your book as well. Uh, just a little bit. I haven't. It's not a memoir. Mm-hmm. Which I assume is coming. That is coming, yes. Right. But um, I cover a little bit about it because it's part of my history, part of theater, and part of you know trying to have a personal life and a business life and try to do something on the side. So that, you know, but um, I'm back. I did. B. Braxton, exceptional grooming for exceptional men. It's coming back. I'm gonna do it again. I don't know in in the near future. I don't think I'm finished with it. So, and I enjoyed it. I loved pampering men. <laughs> well, Miss Brenda, girl, oh, so fabulous. This is great for me. So again, Abingdon Abingdon Theatre Company's gala event for they're doing celebrating it with the music of Candron Ab, 25 years of of creating theater, which is the best thing ever. I think so. So thank you, Miss Brenda. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll be back. This is Keith Price for Keith Price's Curtain Call, and we are here for the Press Up Prints for the Abingdon Theatre Company. I've been practicing that. <laughs> Abingdon Theatre Company's big, giant gala event that's happening when? October 23rd. And um, they're doing one of my personal favorite shows, only because I'm a huge Candor and Ebb fan. Just, you know, there was a version of the St. Vincent's Players over at St. Vincent's Hospital. I did remember having a moment with Mr. Cellophane, but nobody called me for the audition. I'm just saying. However, I am standing here now. You missed that one. It was fabulous. We did it for the children. It was fantastic. Um, so, but I'm here now with Chad Austin and Miss Deidre Godwin, or is Godwin or Goodwin? Goodwin, who, if you've seen Chicago, either the stage play or the um, stage musical or the movie, you might remember Miss Deidre. She has a, a moment or two, kicking that, leg. kicking that damn leg and yanking that, th- honey. And at the same time now, you guys are both here celebrating the 25th anniversary of Abingdon's. Um, what does it mean to be a part of something that is so vital now. I mean, I feel like theater is a very vital thing that needs to be happening. How does it feel to not only celebrate 25 years of doing it with Abingdon, but just being a part of it? I, I'll say, <laughs> I, it's a great question, and for me, it's so important because I get to tell stories that are not only hopefully entertaining, but are also valuable to um, the voices that we're, that we're telling. Like, we, we're telling stories through women's voices, we're telling stories through African American voices, we're telling stories through gay Middle Eastern voices from last year. So, uh, the boy who danced on air, yeah. Or I like that though because he was flying too. <laughs> but, I still have my own issues about that show too, but we have to talk about that. That's a different pop. That's a different one. Um, I'm glad. I will gladly talk through those with you. Yeah. Um, but so that 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 for me is is relevant and incredibly exciting. And then for this to be to work with Deidre together on this project, I also just hope that it brings so much joy on that night to people. I really went into it 
choosing the show and wanting to do a show that was just going to be nothing but joyful entertainment. And I think sometimes we need that more than any of the other stuff. And you, Mr. Drusso, you have a wonderful history as far as I know. And for those of you who follow, because, you know, I have to remind people that do tune in sometimes, even if they don't have a history or experience of theater, it's a great place to learn and meet new people. So for them, you're a new person. I have known you for a year or two, I will say, since the St. Vinny's players, my days back in the, you know, when the knee was right. Um... I gotta turn out a little bit something, something. But but for you guys though, for you, Mr. Dr- it's like you've been on you've been on the side of as a performer. What is it like now to be a choreographer? I love it. Uh, frankly, um, strangely enough, I've become more shy as far as being a performer, even though sometimes I'll act a fool, um, <laughs> as he knows. But uh, I love the collaborative and the creative process. I always have, uh, whether performer, choreographer, or helping to coordinate to put something together. I love when like-minded people in the room have great ideas, ideas that might be different even, but from that the thing comes, mm-hmm. the seed grows, right. and I love to watch that process. So I've been thrilled this entire time with rehearsals, mm-hmm. the concept of doing the show in the first place, just it's stimulating, it's invigorating, and I feel like an artist by helping to bring it together. So th- does that mean we're not going to be seeing you treading the boards anytime soon? Nothing on stage doing uh, some TV and film work on, in that area as well. You know, that's cash, girl. <laughs> Let us all be for real, for real. Okay, artists. Yeah, we artists and shit, but cash is cute, right? Rent is due. Trust me. If you, if you guys only knew how deep that statement is for me right now in New York City. So com- combining that energy then as a struggling artist and then being, you know, because we're all working. Well, how is it that you're managing to still try to stay connected to the theater even though rent is due? Um. I've been very, knocking on my head as wood, fortunate in that I've been able to weave in and out of all areas, meaning stage, screen, in front of it, behind it, and all around it. So I like to joke that I have five different hats, as many New Yorkers do. Um, and I wear, I've been very, very lucky that I've been able to interchange them, and they've all informed the other as far as work. I haven't had to split my mind or my psyche to do one or the other. Mm -hmm. I think behind the table, as Chad is as well, because we come from performing, we know what the actor is feeling. So we know how to like guide them in the way they need, get get them what they need and understand those needs as well as opposed to just the thing. Okay, so then for you, when you're working with someone like, let's say, a Brenda Braxton who comes in, you know, first of all, 61, shut up, (laughs) right? Fierce and fabulous. Well, what? How then do you direct someone like that who comes into this kind of space, knowing exactly who she is as an artist, exactly who she is as an actress, exactly as she is as a dancer, and still be able to help inform her and guide her through something, you know, like this is all that jazz. I mean, no, so signature number. She that's like something. So how do then do you work your magic as choreographer and your magic as director to try to get something new and best out of it? I think you trust what they bring to the table. And then, for instance, which you'll see with with our version on the 23rd, is that we we use what she does best. And so it's really not that we had to give her direction to do. It's that I put her in a place where now she can shine. 
as she would always do, quite frankly, we all know that. However, but so it's less about, it's, it's more about us putting them in the right places, I think. And I think to answer that question, that's how I would say, and, and, and Brenda particularly, because I think she's in the right place great a great place in the show that we used her talents and I didn't we don't really need to mold I, I don't need to mold it's just it's it's the idea of putting the right person in the right spot again I was available for Mr. Sellafin <laughs> sorry we, we sent an email So, again, for you guys who are listening, October 23rd, if you're coming to New York, and there's still tickets available, I understand, at the Hammerstein, Hammerstein Ballroom? Edison. Edison Ballroom. I was, Hammerstein, Edison, the ballrooms got me confused, and I want to just Vogue. Anyway, um, is that you lo- don't you love it? Just, you know, I'm just saying, you know, whenever there's a role, I got to rap. But, again, you guys, fantastic work. This is really great. So thank you for hanging out with me. This is great. And we'll be back. Boom. Now I'm all bummed out because these hot guys are talking to me. This is Keith Price. <laughs> for Keith Price's curtain call, and we are here at the Press Up Fronts for the Abingdon Theater Company's big gala event that they're having October 23rd, which is weird because I don't like to time date stuff because I always want to have an evergreen moment with you guys. However, um, they are doing a production of The World Goes Round, Candor and Ebb, to celebrate the 25th anniversary, as well as this is an opportunity to just talk about theater. And I'm very lucky, because you know I had to do a selfie after we done with these two hunk of, this, y'all. If I don't look at y'all, don't, it's the try, because I'm trying to be professional and shit, because I, I can't. This is <laughs> well, that's how I got the job. They told me Nick Adams was doing it, and that was all the I love it. Well, I have the celebrated series of biceps, Nick Adams, as well as <laughs> Broadway's best biceps. Um, and Cuneo here with me. First of all, you guys, um, I understand, Nick, you're very, very busy that you've had time to come and stop to do something like this, which is celebrating theater and celebrating the Abingdon Theater. What does it mean to you to be able to use your time this way? Uh, well, I'm thrilled they asked me to, to join this incredible lineup. Uh, I respect everyone that's involved with this. And to honor B.B. New Earth is huge. And Canada Material is something I grew up on. And it was my Broadway debut in Chicago. So I've got history with them. Um, but yeah, it's my day off. But I wanted to come back to the city and make it work. How about you, Cunio? Well, no pun intended, but just to piggyback on what Nick said. Oh. See what I did there? <laughs> No, I mean, uh, I've, I've never gotten to be in a, a Candor and Ed production before, but like he said, like they were a huge part of my awakening in terms of theater, musical theater, and I'm just a huge, huge fan of the music. And this has just been such a thrill to get to be a part of it. I, I really get to play in this world, and uh, it's just it's just been a blast. And again, this this lineup is so ridiculous. It's I have no idea what the hell I'm doing here, but it's going to be such a great show. Well, I, I think it's wonderful, though, because at this stage now, you guys are like kind of in a prime place of working, and you're doing things, and you're out and you're about and you're being seen and to come back to take time for theater is always truly like the joy because this is really where it all happens right yeah i I, I assume that we have similar experiences but like had it not been for theater in my life as a child and growing up like i would never have discovered who i was i would never found a place of acceptance i never would have you know everything that i've come to know is my life could not have happened so and one of the great things about the Abingdon Theatre Company is they are so passionate about creating new works you know and yeah let's be newer too that's pretty fucking cool too but you know so even in New York City even surrounded by all this incredible big corporate theater it's places like Abingdon Theatre that really um, 
sow the seeds for what the future of this world uh, can be. I, you know what I'm trying to say. You get, you get what I'm saying. I get you because at this point now it's sort of like we're lost in the worlds of the Aladdins and the, and, and the Lion Kings. And not that there's anything wrong with them because we will take a role in any of them. But at the same time it's like you guys are helping to contribute to that beginning, those acorns, I guess, of that, right? That's a great way to put it, yeah. Yep. I think at this point now, so for you guys, what are you guys working on individually in this mix? In, uh, currently in life outside of this project? or uh, I am currently doing Hunter Foster's production of the Rocky Horror Show at Bucks County Playhouse. So we've got two more weeks left out there. We just finished our first week, and I came right from Boston. I was up at North Shore doing a Vita with Constantine Marulis. So I just closed that and went right into Rocky Horror. What are you, Jamaican or something, all the same more? I know, right? You got more the same, exactly. Um, so, you know, I break primarily in nightlife. I sing with a band, and I've been very busy doing all that stuff. But I'm just, I'm just getting ready to hang up my hat and get back into something that's a little bit more traditional. I'm going to work on uh, Company XIV's production of the Nutcracker, Nutcracker Rouge, which is a very adult, scandalous, salacious uh, interpretation of it. And so I get to play Drosselmeyer and sing all night and scream my face off and sort of MC the show. And it's going to be really dirty and really fun and a great way to spend the next three months. And a few things coming up after that, but I can't talk about them yet, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> well, I have to thank Brett for giving me all of this extra deliciousness in my day because I was not ready for all of this. I really was not prepared for this. Uh, I brought a spoon to lap it all up. Honey, Cuneo and Nick Adams, thank you so much for spending time with me here. And again, October 23rd, Abingdon uh, Theater Company's big gala event celebrating Miss B.B. Newworth, first and foremost, and as well as with the music of Candor and Ebb. And I just thank you guys so much just for taking time. This is really great. Thanks for letting me be the, the pervial man at this point, too, as well. <laughs> All right, and we'll be back. This is Keith Price for Keith Price's Curtain Call, and we are here at the Press Up Fronts, finishing up the round of press with some of the cast members from the upcoming Abingdon's Theater Company's big gala event celebrating B.B. Newworth. See, I'm getting this yes, all out. Celebrating B.B. Newworth. Um, October 23rd, and one of the fabulous singers that's going to be involved in this madness is a fantastic woman who now, for the first time, I'm getting to meet. So I'm, I'm saying that now on the open mic because I don't want people to think that, oh my God. But Miss Katie Thompson, girl, where you come from for me? How I missed you? Where have you been at? Oh, I've been here a long time. <laughs> We're just singing our hearts yes. out. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. Yep. So how did you get involved in this project? Who called you? Uh, Chad sent me an email. And, I, and uh, he sent me an email and he sent me information about why and what he was trying to do. And I'm a big, I work in New York in new musical theater anyway. Right. I support, that's what I mainly do. Mm -hmm. So I will support them. I'm, I'm here to like help them raise money, to help them be alive so that new works get, get what they need. Because at this point now, funding for anything like this um, is, don't even get me started. I right? know, right. I mean, it's, it's, anyway, so any person that, that wants me to help in that, it's all I have is my voice. So I can't give, I can't give you money, but I can <laughs> I give can you a time. performance. Yes. Well, you know what? And that's, that's the thing. It's sort of like, that's one of those moments where I, I'm having that same conflict and trying to figure out how I can do something into this world of things. But I'm as broke as the Ten Commandments girl. So like... <laughs> I, you know, but I have, I, I do have some skills and I do have some talents. And is that why you, you feel the urge to be able to do this? Because this, you know, it's hard being an artist. Yeah. It's hard being an artist. 
It is, but it's worth it. And and if you say yes to like I used to say yes to everything now in order to like uh, to keep my work good, I say yes to maybe half of what I used to, right. but not because I don't love everything and everyone, but mm -hmm. I just have to like concentrate. concentrate and really give it all to whoever I say yes to. You know what I'm saying? Well, now, for you, this is a wonderful experience. Like, what do you have? I'm, all of these fabulous people are doing other things, of course, because this is just a benefit. Yes. What are you bringing, stopping out of your life to do this and then looking to start up as soon as Tuesday morning runs around? <laughs> Actually, I'm doing it at the same time. I, I'm a, a writer, a composer, uh -huh. and um, I have a piece called Sleeping in the Ground. Um, coming to, it's the Musical Theater Factory is, is doing, like, a, a workshop of it. Anyway, I have to launch into that. So I have to, yeah, well, I'm doing it now, and then I, I'll launch into that right after this too. Yes, I just keep going. See, new musical theater, new musical theater. New musical theater because you know what? We can't wait for another Hamilton. No, no, we have to do something else. We got to do something else. You can copy Hamilton. You got to like do something else. Do something else and bring something fresh. That's right. Wow, 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 wow. So all right then. So y'all are listening, honey. Miss Katie Thompson has got her own thing popping. She's writing, she's carrying on, and then she's also going to be appearing with the Abingdon Theatre Company's big gala event, celebrating not only Miss B.B. Newworth, who, if you know me, you know how much I love me some her, because I love to be some B.B. Newworth, but they're also celebrating the joy of bringing new theatre, and that's what this is really all about. So thank you, Miss Katie, for taking time. Anytime, anytime. And we will be back. Look for Deep Crisis Curtain Call on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and now Mixcloud.